2: To Sports Rage Late Night with Gabe Morenzi on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. Comeback!
1: Rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Morency. Rage all you
3: want. Oh yeah, it's level three. Thanks, mean gene. Tony Finn with us, the late-night anger, man, anger management class. This is his portrait. It's the Friday Night Freak Show. Wow. This week has uh, sort of flown by in a sort of way, but it's also been stressful due to the Dodgers series. So, Tony, Tony Finn with us. I, I really do want to get in, in, into the NFL. But I just want to say, it's amazing. I don't think people realize this, and I, I didn't really realize it either. Um, like Matt Corral. All right, so Matt Corral a stud quarterback, right, with Mississippi. Right. He's not from Mississippi, Right. And he's not from the South, Matt Corral. Right. He's from uh, Ventura, California. Where
4: the old vampires
3: are. CJ Stroud, Ohio State, right now. CJ Stroud. We're talking about another Heisman Trophy candidate. Look, the top three Heisman Trophy candidates are Matt Corral, Bryce Young, and CJ Stroud. Um, CJ Stroud from Rancho Cucamonga. And and then you get into uh, to Bryce Young and um, without looking it up, I believe Bryce Young is from Pasadena, right?
4: Without, without having a long conversation, and you want to know why the Pac-12 is struggling because they can't recruit their own players.
3: And, it, and exactly it. So uh, listen. So I said to Bryce Young's from California, from Pasadena. Right. He was born in Philadelphia, lived in California. Right. Right. Attended Cathedral High School in Los Angeles, tra- transferred to to Matter Day. So uh in Santa Ana. So as I'm saying, you're exactly right. Like you look at like USC and you look at these schools and 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 yeah dunno, maybe UCLA will start to, that's why I like UCLA tomorrow. I think they got the better quarterback. No disrespect to Anthony Brown, but um I think I think they do. I just think they sort of Chip Kelly's got good athletes there. But so when people think about, all oh, the Pac-12, it's not that California sucks. It's not that they don't have talent. Tom Brady's from California. Josh Allen's from California. Um, Aaron Rodgers is from California. I could go on, right? I mean, dude, like 20, I think half the league is from California. The quarterbacks are off from California. But they don't stay in California, right? <laughs> they go play elsewhere. And the SEC now, you think of the SEC as this Southern Conference, but they're so powerful and now, Tony. Yeah. They don't care Like if you're from where you're from. They just want the best player, and they get the best players now. They're plucking kids out of L.A. now.
4: They are. Um, again, that's, that's a big deal. It used to be a bigger deal than it is now. Uh, but you know, coaches got hired on not so much their coaching or their in-game skills as much as their recruiting skills. Can you keep the kids, the good kids, the, the all-Americans at home? Uh, and when you're from Pasadena and you're not playing for UCLA or USC, there's something wrong.
3: Yeah, and I think listen, uh, UCLA big. If they get that win tomorrow, that's going to help recruiting. So, what about Vegas, Tony? I was all over the I was all over the Bears two weeks ago. I know you were. Last week, I liked the Raiders in that spot. So uh, I've been reading the Raiders well, but this one's a little trickier. People seem to like the Eagles. A lot of the so-called wise guys like the Eagles. Point spread down at two and a half now. Yeah, uh,
4: they're, they're, they caught wise money. I mean, here's the deal. I, I, again, this... oh
3: hold on, Tony. Hold on one second. Tony, hold on one second. Here we go. Hold on one. Damn
4: affiliates,
3: here we go <laughs> Hey, our radio affiliates The Late Night for request This is SportsRage, I am Rancy Alright, we already know what happened I'm not a news update man, anyways We got Tony Finn with us for a couple of more minutes God bless his time, Tony's in Las Vegas So I asked you about the Raiders-Eagles game Seems like there's a lot of, you know, uh, I don't know Sharp play, wise guys, whatever er- Midweek money on the Eagles And in fact, it's all the way down to 2.5 right now With FanDuel
4: Hey, it's a coin flip in my eyes, and, and if, you Phillies, if you trust the Phillies, if you trust the Eagles, then you're on Philadelphia here. Uh, you don't, you don't want to lay points with this Las Vegas team. I, I don't care who they're playing. You don't lay points.
5: You
3: know, Tony, I've been making money betting the Georgia Bulldog unders because you can't score on them, and it takes two to dance. I look at the Rams and the Lions game in the same way in the sense that it's 50-and-a-half, and I don't know where the point's going to come from for the Detroit Lions in this game. And I don't think the Rams are going to beat them 60-to-nothing. So I like the under 50-and-a-half in that game. What's your take on that?
4: I would, I'll would. i say this. I actually like the over in this game for re- much of the reasons you said. If there's, a, if there's a team that Golf knows how to play against, it's going to be the Rams, and I think they'll get creative at this point in time. What do they have to lose? And Stafford is who he is. I like him a lot. I like the Rams. I like their offense. I like the over.
3: Whoa! Yeah, bold bold pick. What else are you looking at in the NFL?
4: Well, real quickly, I know we want to am Simon. As uh, look at what Atlanta. Uh, if you pay attention to the line movements, you got a, really a sharp, so a lot of sharp money who's just pounded, pounded Atlanta. They open up, but you know they they bring it back to that look ahead line last two, a week from last Tuesday, the 12th of October. They open them at three minus or whatever the case may be, but two and a half. It's now that was two and a half. Atlantic getting. now they're giving why? Um, because this the sharps know they finally you know they finally see the light and that's uh, that the Miami overachieved ten and six last year. They're paying for it now, brother. They're paying for it now since week one. Who they against the Patriots? Who they beat by one? Yet they were out yardage. They were they. It was a fortunate win. They're zero and five uh, straight up, one and four against the spread. Matt. Matt, you gotta love him, right? Matt Ryan still playing football. When he plays a team like this, look at his numbers. Um, It's just stupid. Eight touchdowns, no interceptions, three hundred and twenty yards, almost three hundred and twenty yards a game. So that's your really tomorrow, Atlanta. I like. And how do you pass up on New England minus seven against this Jets team?
3: Well, our boy Matthias is gonna like that. He's a Falcon fan. One of the only few Falcon fans not in Atlanta. (laughs) Tony Finn, wager talk. (laughs) Follow Tony on Twitter. Thanks, Tony. Late Night Anger Management class continues.
5: SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Is America's primary system
0: working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee Governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash credit card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at One, Active Cash.
5: One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelley Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader. With Gabe Marinci on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius
2: XM Channel 204.
3: Late Night Anger Management Class, this is Rage. I am RNC. It's the Friday Night Freak Show. We're far from done. Brent Beard's going to step up and in and join us. I'm going to kick it with uh, with Brent Beard. We're going to get into some SEC football. As well as, um, let's get into the NFL uh, right now. So, uh, the National Football League. Hard to believe that we're already into uh, to week seven. Uh, but we are. Is that is Tony Finn still on the line with us here or something? I hear someone breathing. Like, which I don't like. Like, it's Tony. I don't know. Maybe Tony didn't hang up. All right, thank you. Is that your Mike Matthias? All right. Was that Tony? Was he still there? I think he was. Yeah. All right. Yeah, you're done, Tony. Thank, thank you, Tony. <laughs> Thanks, Tony. Said <laughs> so, again, I heard that damn echo, Matthias. I'm like God. Like I thought the echo was gone. You know what I mean? Like Tony's gone. I heard this feedback echo. I'm like, God, what's going on? It was only in my ear, in my, my earpiece, but uh, thank you, Tony. But is Tony with Tony? Oh, I think Tony wanted to hear Brent Beard. That's why. <laughs> I'm, we'll send Tony a link. We'll send Tony a link here in a minute here. here Tony, I'm going to send Tony a link here. That's great. We just hung up poor Tony Finn. Some guys do that, but only the crazy ones, if you notice. Like Mick Ossie will do that. Like some guests like won't hang up. <laughs> it's like, hey, I can hear you breathing. And like Tony, like God knows what Tony's gonna do. Like, you know what I mean? I don't want to know what Tony's doing behind the scenes. I'm gonna send Tony a link right now. <laughs> here, here is link. Here is link. If you want to hear, to hear beard. <laughs> Man, you guys kill me it's a miracle i'm not a hardcore alcoholic. <laughs> I'd say i'm not. I'm just saying hardcore. Uh i haven't actually uh, i haven't drank since i went to that dodger game though. It's been been a little while. I'm waiting waiting for my uh the spot. Maybe if the dodgers can uh, go to the world series but there'll be a quick turnaround playing on tuesday anyways. Doug, so I mean
4: almost w- killed you.
3: Um wow, well, every game nearly kills me. Um, <laughs> every game, every game. The game didn't kill me. The game, the game didn't kill me. The uh, the lack of sleep around it and the travel and that's the thing that uh, that uh, that gets me. We have a lot of traveling coming up too. Don't forget, we've got the Road Rage Anniversary Tour. Uh, we got the Road Rage Anniversary Tour coming up: Vancouver, Las Vegas, uh, L.A. We've added L.A., uh, Vancouver, Toronto, Montreal. It's going to be off the hook. Uh, And, of course, the Meadowlands. Although it looks like the Meadowlands, I think the Meadowlands is out and L.A. is in. Because, basically, we were going to be in New York for the um, February 5th weekend. Except uh, we're going to be at the Super Bowl as well. And I'm not flying, like, 6,000 miles and stuff like that. And 9,000 miles. I can't do that. You know what I mean? Like, uh, we'll have to, like, sort of compartmentalize when we're on each coast and stuff like that. And we're recording a new Homicide record, I think, in like the first week of December. And that will be at Metalworks Studios in Toronto. So we're going to be all over the place uh, coming up uh, here pretty soon. Busy times ahead, so we better pick some winners. I used to not like betting when I traveled. I still did it, but I always, I would lose. Because you're out of your, your rhythm, right? You're, 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 you're so used to your routine and all that. But I've gotten better at it. I've gotten better at it. Airports are a good place, actually, because if you're waiting for flights all the time and stuff, you're sitting around for a couple of hours, and um, and it's a good time to sit there, and it's a good time to handicap. You know, I, I've learned to use my time and maximize my time as much as possible. Right? So I figured, listen, I, a lot of people, I saw our boy Feinberg doing this today. People do this a lot when they're in airports and stuff. Ask me a question. I'm in an airport, ask me a question. I gotta tell you guys, the last thing I wanna do is talk to you people when I'm in an airport. <laughs> like, I'm just being honest, Like Sometimes I'll, lo- I don't even look at my Twitter. Like, you know what I mean? Like, sometimes I'll look at people, I'm like, I can't talk to you. I'm in an airport here, bro. Like, I got enough stress in my life. I don't need to deal with people online. Ask me a question. I don't, I don't know, you know. I, you'll see, like, I'm in an airport sometimes. I might post a pic. I might say, like, uh... I might say, hey, I just took the Eagles plus the points, and I'll tweet that out. But if you guys notice, I'm not a big tweeter when I'm on the road. I'm not like one of these people that, like, uh, I'm on the road. Like, I'll tweet when I'm, you know what I mean? I'm in front of a computer. I'm watching the games and stuff. But, I like, people can't let that stuff go. You know what I mean? Like, I I, I regret it a bit because I went to the Dodgers-Giants and – after I looked at my phone, I was like, man, you really didn't take a lot of pictures or anything. <laughs> like, you know I, mean? I, I took one picture of me standing by at home plate, and I took a video of the national anthem, and I took nothing else, <laughs> like, basically. There's a bunch of pictures of me, like like sideways. I don't know that I must have t- took in like I didn't realize, like whatever, it was just clicking or something. Uh, and then I thought after, but that was a good thing. You know what I mean? I wasn't at the game obsessed with my phone, right? Like, when people go to concerts, it's the worst. You go to a concert, you hold your stupid phone up. It's like, how about you just watch the band, man? All right? How about you just watch the band? Like, people in their stupid phones. All right. I got that off my chest. So, uh, NFL football. Let's be real. This isn't the best card this week. The early card's ugly. I'm glad I'm doing the show at 4 o'clock and not 1 o'clock. I'm glad I do the late games. Late games are always better. Like the 1 o'clock slate, Cincinnati and Baltimore is a cool game. Uh, Kansas City and Tennessee. Other than that, it's train wreck Central. Like the early 1 o'clock East games, Cincinnati Bengals get 6.5 at Baltimore. I don't really have a strong opinion on this game. My gut tells me to take the over. Carolina Panthers and the New York Giants, I like the Giants plus 3. I think like the Giants in teasers plus 10 will be better because if they lose and break your heart, they won't lose by a lot. The Giants are a terrible home team. They are. And I always tell you guys this I don't like betting the Giants at home. They're terrible. Like, I think they've won, they basically won like four or five home games in like three years, man. Like, they're, but they're dominant on the road. They're a covering machine on the road. But I don't believe in Sam Darnold. And pretty much anytime I get a chance to bet against Sam Darnold, I'll do it. Nothing personal against him. But him going back into New York. He played in New York. It didn't go well for him. Yes, it's not the um it's not the Jets he's playing, but it's the same stadium. Same stadium. The Giants have enough The Giants have a million guys out, but they always have a million guys out. Like and the offense still maneuvers anyways. That's the thing too. Danny Dimes has no one to work with, but then he gets blamed after. But I do like the Giants. I like the Tennessee Titans. I think the time has come to realize that Kansas City Chiefs are not some juggernaut, right? Mahomes is a great quarterback. The The game, the film is out on their offense. I told you guys this coming into the year. I said it a million times. I said, I'm curious to see if they came up with a new playbook because people are on to their place and everyone knows what they're going to do now. You know, they're not getting any younger, like their skill position players. And. They're still a good offense. They're still, they're still like a dangerous team, right? But they're not the team. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, Kansas City, Buffalo, Tennessee, Baltimore. You guys are all the same. You know, any one of you could beat any one of you on any given Sunday, right? It's one of those type of deals. The Chiefs aren't – it's not like the Chiefs and everybody else anymore. And – I don't like betting on teams coming off a big Monday night win and then playing another big game because that was a pretty emotional game against my Buffalo Bills that they won, but they were kind of lucky they won. Josh Allen fell, slipped, and whatever, you know. It is what it is, but Derrick Henry's a badass. I don't believe in the Kansas City Chiefs defense. If you look at the Kansas City Chiefs, besides week one and the four-point win against the Cleveland Browns, who look to be an average football team this year, who are the Chiefs beating? Nobody. They beat the Philadelphia Eagles and the Washington football team. So, in other words, good for you. The Chiefs can beat teams in the worst division in football, the NFC East. Late Night Man for class continues. Bring it. Night Anger Man continues. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Marantz, and We're kicking it on Series XM Channel 204 to come for the with or mightier 1090. Shout out to all of our other AM radio affiliates Sports Byline, Sports Map Radio, the Armed Forces, Radio Networks. Let's bring in Brent Beard right now. Let's talk some SEC football as we happen on a weekly basis. First Coast News, Brent Beard, Second Helping Podcast, SEC, SEC. Brent, it's always a pleasure, sir. Thanks a lot for taking the time to
2: be with us. Game, always great to be with you too. And and then look, we've got an abbreviated schedule, but that doesn't mean the games aren't important.
3: No, I tell you what, it's a, every every week is critical. That's what we love about college uh, football, and you know the, the SEC. There's nothing like it when you want to talk about the intensity. College football is great in every conference, it is. Uh, but the level of intensity. Is second to none when you talk about the SEC, but sometimes intensity can go too far. We had an ugly scene last week in Knoxville. Bottles, pizza boxes. Uh, you, you had Lane Kiffin got hit with a golf ball, which is very dangerous. Lane Kiffin got hit with a golf ball. Um, passion is good. It went too far last week. and It's crazy, Brent, because I do an ESPN radio hit um, in, in Florida every, every Friday, and we talk a lot of SEC football, and I give my, my best bets and my picks. And... I brought up, you know, but coach Bowden came up and we talked to, you know, I brought up the tradition, you know, he had the state trooper with them. And I said, you know, I don't know why the coaches of like Kent State need a state trooper, Brent. <laughs> like I, <was> like, <laughs> I said, you know, I get it, you know, in certain circumstances, but not every coach in the country needs two state troopers. Uh, with them. But I said, Lane Kiffin's the exception. I said, I'd bring the whole SWAT team. <laughs> I actually called it, Brent. I swear to God, sir. I, I said, man, I said, you bring the riot team. You. I said, Lane Kiffin's going to need a lot of security. I didn't think he was going to get hit with a golf ball, Brent.
2: No, no. And uh, Gabe, did you see him catch the water Unbelievable. bottle when he was going in? <laughs> what a catch. But that he could have, he could have played for the Dodgers with that kind of catch, couldn't <laughs> Casually he? Casually just popped his right arm up, big
3: yeah. and just kept walking too. Didn't even like he acted like he'd been there before in the end zone, Brett. He just kept walking after <laughs> he caught
2: it. <laughs> did, did not phase him at all. Now look, the league fined Tennessee two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. I don't know uh what real good that's going to do, but they had to respond. The the league is very concerned about its image in a situation like that. You can probably see Gabe additional security uh, at some games over the next few weeks to be sure that something does not happen along that line. But I will say this too, beyond that, what an incredible game that Tennessee and Ole Miss had. Oh, it really was. Uh, Ole Miss winning the game, Tennessee losing their quarterback Hendon Hooker. Uh, Joe Melton comes in. I don't know why he ran out of bounds on the last play, game, but he did. Um, but still, uh, above and beyond the, the right, the stands, it was a wonderful game. Well, I tell you what, the atmosphere,
3: wow. I don't know if I've ever heard a louder stadium, actually. Like, you know, and listen, I'm watching on TV. I'm like, wow, is it loud. And Ah, uh, during the broadcast, they said that Baker Mayfield said that that's the loudest stadium that he's ever been in as well, and 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 like you said, it you know we don't want. I mean, look, there. I believe there were um, 18 arrests, if not more, and I I know they were investigating and they're looking at the film to see if they can find. It was mostly from. It was it was from the student section. It was the yeah, students right. uh, that did this, so they're trying to track down the students. Uh, I know there were at least 18 arrests, but. When you have like 100,000 people, we can't let one drunk student right. section spoil and ruin. What well, was a pretty special night? I mean, it was a long, it's it been a long time. You, I mean, you know, no one knows the SEC like you do. It's been a long time since we had a special Saturday, like that, Saturday night like that in Knoxville.
2: Uh, game, I think it was like 2017 at least since they had had a crowd that big uh, in, in the excitement that that was there. Give John the old
3: Johnny, the Johnny Major days, oh, and, absolutely. You know, the former days and stuff, Andy Kelly.
2: Yes, yes. So the atmosphere was great. Uh, it, it it sounded that it ended that way, but we won't let it ruin the fact that, that it was a great game and a big win for Ole Miss.
3: Well, you know, and, and Ole Miss, they just keep winning football games. The only game that they've lost, and props to you, you were right. I was wrong. I thought Tennessee could could pull this off because Mississippi's schedule was just such a grind, but these kids are fighting through, I, and I thought it was fitting that goes to show how much they like their coach and Coach Kiffin. When they said after the game, they said, you know, Coach never brought up that he was hated here or that how much it meant to him, but they said, we knew. They said, we knew. Sure. And we wanted, and they said, we we spoke about it as a team. Like, not even with Kiffin in the room, guys. That, that shows, the, like, the respect that they have. They said, we got to get this game for coach, right? Like, we're, we're going to win this game. I got to tell you, Brett, the more I watch Matt Corral, the more I like him. As simple as that. The more I watch this kid play football, the more I like him. And it's funny because we talk a lot about the NFL draft on this show with draft experts and stuff. And I'm thinking... I don't know, because they always say, "Wow, there's no clear-cut guy. I'm like, I don't know. I see a pretty clear-cut guy right here. I see a guy. I see a guy. 30 carries, Brent? You can't be doing that, though. Wow, 30 guys. He went 21 to 38, two touchdowns. And his kid is accurate. He can throw the bomb. Good leader, tough kid. Then he rushed the ball for 30 carries and 195 yards. Unheard of.
2: He is a special player and, and, frankly, as a Heisman Trophy voter. He's up there with me, Gabe, uh, as far as one of the best players in the country. I No way to deny that. 30 I, know, sorry, Brent, I know. Sorry, Brett. I know he
3: lost that game and that Heisman showdown, so to speak. But it's hard to say that this kid right now isn't the best player in the country. Uh, well, you know, I, I, Just from my
2: perspective. Uh, well, look. And it is the entire body of work. It's not just the Alabama loss. Yeah. It's what did Matt or what will Matt Corral do in the entire season? 195 yards rushing. Now here's something to keep in mind. Lane Kiffin said earlier in the week, after those 30 carries, he was he he would be iffy for the LSU game that this weekend. That game's on campus, uh, in in Oxford, but. Uh, Gabe, this kid's a tough kid. I, I think if he can, if he can possibly play, he will be in the game. Incredible amount of talent around him, but you, you could easily make the argument uh, he he's probably the best quarterback in the league.
3: It you know it really is. If you look at the gauntlet that they've gone through, I'm not surprised that he's a little uh, beat up. But let's be real, as good as he is, you can't have your quarterback getting hit 30 times like oh. this. <laughs> like, it's just. Oh. Uh, Come on, Lane. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. I know know the kid's a competitor. So, and, and, well, man, LSU, there's some wild stories coming out of LSU right now, uh, guys. So, what, what, what is, so I'm assuming he's going to play, right? I'm assuming that he's going to play, but he ain't going to run the ball 30 times this week.
2: (laughs) Uh, Well, let's say this I haven't heard that he's he's not going to play. And and look, the game with, Not only him, but also Max Johnson from LSU in this game. I mean, that's two really good quarterbacks. LSU coming off that humongous win over Florida. As you can imagine, being here in Jacksonville, Gator fans are not in a good mood this week, Gabe, after that one. But uh, this is going to be a really good game in a lot of ways. It's an important game as far as bowl games are concerned, I think. Uh, And uh, people may not have heard this, but Eli Manning, his jersey is going to be retired in Oxford Ooh. this weekend. So, uh, And the other thing is, oh, that grandson, Arch Manning, will probably be in attendance. Whoa, Arch boy. Manning, Arch Manning, a, a junior this year that everybody and their brother wants uh, as, as quarterback. Uh, that That's going to be important. LSU was able to run the ball last week uh, against Florida. Uh, Davis price played really well. LSU still got a lot of players, but still, as you mentioned a minute ago, more off the stuff news about LSU and especially coach O than there is on
3: the field. So let me ask you about uh, that. We've got a couple of minutes before the, before the break. You have got about two minutes here. So, Last week, so are, are the kids, the kids in the LSU locker room, are they going to play? Like, is this going to be doing for Coach O on the way out uh, every week? Or will there be disengagement as the season goes on, especially for kids that are going to be going to the National Football League thinking, you know what? What am I doing here if I got right. a lame-dunk co- uh, coach here, right? You know how it, how how this stuff plays out. Um, it was an emotional win last week. Uh, talk, what do you think about the LSU situation right now?
2: Well, well right now, uh, I, they have made a commitment. Uh, they had one of these players only meetings uh, that they wanted to finish the season as strong as they could. You know, they finished the season very strong last year. And amazing Orgeron now. 18 and 11, 18-11 game against ranked teams, 13 and 5 against the top 10. I mean, that's amazing to think about that. A lot of different replacement names out there, uh, and and a lot of the familiar names: James Franklin, Mario Cristobal, Mark Stoops, guy, even Jimbo Fisher. But th- this can be a fascinating game. You you bring up a very astute point. How motivated will LSU be? uh during the next season they play Ole Miss they've got a week off then they go to Alabama
3: there's a big challenge it's a it's a challenge um yet at the same point in time I saw this with Coach Carr and listen I thought it was a mistake and I bring it up because App State uh, won for the first time against the top 25 teams since they beat Coach Carr (laughs) and the Michigan Wolverines (laughs) but if you recall there was the big panic and oh my god we have got to make a change we got to make a change and oh yeah then coach Carr had a great end uh, rest of the year and they beat uh, Tim Tebow and the Florida Gators right, right <laughs> and right, in the bowl game right. right like so i'm saying now the coaching staff can almost just be looser and, and it could be like this we got nothing to lose we're not even going to be right. here next year right that's, oh, so, yeah. are we going for it hell yeah we're going for it right like you know what i mean i got nothing to lose so and and, and when hey so it's like life when somebody has nothing to lose they're dangerous. They're 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 a dangerous foe. All right, so let's want to take a break here. Um, like Brent said, it's kind of a lighter week in the SEC this week, but it's not light as far as news, and we still we still have games uh, to break down. But I want to get into the LSU coaching search a little bit as well. The late night match will continues the right?
1: Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire.
2: Sports Rage Late Night with Gabe Marinci on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM
1: Channel 204.
3: Rage late night. I am Dave Omarancio. We're kicking it. It's the Friday night the free show Series XM Channel 204, Sportscreen Radio Networks, the Mightier 1090 in Southern California. And of course, we got a big weekend in the Pac-12 uh, as well. We're breaking it all down. So uh Brent, as far as the LSU, LSU coaching uh situation uh is concerned, there's gonna be, you know, as you mentioned, you threw out some of the candidates out there and there's always it's poaching season, right? Yes, James yes. Franklin. What about Jimbo Fisher? I've heard Lane Kiffin's name uh, come up, uh, but I think, in a more realistic standpoint, let me ask you: I know he's not the big name per se, but if you're LSU and you want to get a solid coach for years to come, is Billy Napier the guy? <laughs> it's like let's be real: like, yeah, Bill, yeah. is is he your guy? He's got the like if he's winning games right now at Louisiana. We know he knows the high schools. He knows the yes. recruits. Yes. If he can win games now, imagine a swaggy comes in and he goes, no, 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 no. You're not a raging Cajun. I'm with LSU Tigers now. Like, like think, think think, about, like, I, I know he's not that name name, but sure. he might be the best guy for the job.
2: Well, well the reason I'm laughing is uh, because we heard yesterday from an LSU beat writer uh, who mentioned basically realistic three names. Mario Cristobal was mentioned and one of the names was Billy Napier and I was going to bring that name up and, and you beat me to the punch which, uh, which 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 for your listener shows you how smart you are oh I appreciate that bro. Uh, well look, oh, and my,
3: my smartness will all say Mario Cristobal why Mario Cristobal but anyways go on <laughs> well
2: well Meryl Cristobal at Oregon is one of the best recruiters in the nation, that's why. Uh, but, but look, he, here's the case for Billy Napier. I'm a real Napier fan. Uh, he was on the staff at Alabama. He did a really good job there. He's going to Louisiana. Here's what's different, Gabe, about Napier. He is a program builder. And, and I mean, he can he can build it from the uh, bottom up. And that's what he's been doing at Louisiana. He's got a reputation. Remember, he was involved in the South Carolina uh, mentioned before they hired Shane Beamer. Uh, it, you you hit it perfectly. He knows the state. He knows the recruiting. And the other thing is, now think about this a minute. They had Les Miles and they've had Ed Orgeron. Both of them won national championships. Gabe, what, with their talent and their resources, what in the world are they going to do with a young, like with a young guy who could stay there for a long time, like a Napier who can recruit and develop talent, man, how many national championships could they win with a guy like that?
3: Brett Beard with us, you know, Brent, I, I agree. I think you know, you, you look long and hard, and you know, I know you know him better than I do, obviously. But listen, guys, other SEC teams have wanted to speak to him before. Absolutely, other big-time programs have. Like he's always said, no, 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 no. I'm happy where I am. Happy where I am right now. Yeah, you can't say no when LSU calls. No. You, Dave Aranda's name's coming up a little bit. Yes. But uh, is, it, who was so, the three? So you said Cristobal, Billy Napier, and who was the third one? Excuse uh, me. Uh,
2: I think Aranda was the other one, too. Uh, it, it, and listen, people may not have noticed this. I know you have. Aranda's done a bang-up job at Baylor. Uh, and, and what he's done in turning that program around at this point. So now now Mel Tucker's name's been mentioned yeah, at yeah. Michigan State. He's got some ties to LSU. As a matter of fact, Mel Tucker was on the staff of the Jacksonville Jaguars here in Jacksonville at uh, one time. Well thought of at this point. I hear a lot of James Franklin stuff, but I hear maybe more Franklin. I'm curious what you hear. Maybe to USC more than to yes. yep. uh, LSU. You know, I think that's uh, uh, a better
3: fit. You're bang yes, on. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. And what about, and it's funny too, because I didn't think, and we've heard Luke Fickle's name come up as far as, and that's interesting because I, I was going to bring that up. You got a couple of nice jobs out there, right? Yes. USC and LSU. Yet, according to the media and everybody, it seems like the LSU job is the more attractive one uh, to people. But I don't know. I mean, you got to deal with Alabama. So, yes. I mean, I, I would prefer, I, w- I would be looking at USC. I think USC is still a thing, but for, for Luke Luke's been a not Ohio guy, right? So I was wondering about from a recruiting standpoint in SoCal and Southern California, but what about Luke at LSU? Would that shock you?
2: No. Uh, I mean, Luke's a solid coach. I mean, I think he's got his eye on the Ohio State job, but my goodness, with Ryan yeah, Day. Ryan Day ain't going nowhere. <laughs> no, that's not coming open anytime soon. But, uh, but, but i tell you, Gabe, the reality of it is, too, and I know if you get a chance, you got go to go to certain schools, but – uh, you give Fickle a lot of credit. He, it, it, he's had chances to leave. He stayed there and yeah. made that into a tremendous program. Gabe, could he could he stay there for a while longer? And and, and see, he's the kind of guy like Cristobal that Oregon people are going to want him tomorrow, and they're going to want him five years from now. I tell you what, too, Brent. Like people often, you know, people
3: always talk about
2: Texas. People talk about
3: um, Florida, and you know, the fertile, obviously, high school you know, the recruiting, but Ohio, look at the players. Look, look what yes. he's doing. And that's the whole thing. The Bearcats, Brad, it's all homegrown. Yes. It's all homegrown. Yes. Like it's literally like basically like 90% of their team are from Ohio. Uh,
2: well, and Gabe, let me give you some quick insight into that too. The reason that, that Mark Stoops in Kentucky has done so well is instead of going head to head with Kirby Smart, and Nick Saban, what Mark Stoops has done. And to me, this is genius He's going to Ohio. Yeah, yeah. And he's, and he's told those kids he's just twisting away from the South, yeah, right? I yeah. think I'm not going to beat Bama.
3: I'm not going to no, the rebels for this no. kid. Let me go to Ohio and bring a kid into the to the sec.
2: And, and he's told those kids, he's told those parents, look, if you come and play Kentucky, your, your friends and family can come watch you play. Well, we're only a few, we're, we're a short yeah. drive from the state of Ohio.
3: Yeah, yeah, very, very, very interesting. Um, all right, so Brent, Brent Beard uh, with us. Man, college football's great. I <laughs> just love it. So, so, so Alabama, Alabama, like, they responded nicely. Look, they were up 35-0. You know, people see the score at 42-21 or whatever. No, no, they were up 35-0 in the game. Saban accomplished what he wanted to accomplish. They've got a bye coming up. They've got a bye coming up. So I sort of think that's bad news for Tennessee. I think Saban's in a bad mood after the loss now. <laughs> and, yeah. and especially going into a bye... He wants to leave a good impression with everybody, right? He wants to leave a good impression. I know he's Alabama, but they, they do. I mean, they're just sort of they're in the mix now. So he doesn't want a flat spot. And then they want to put the pedal to the metal uh, down the stretch. What do you think about the, this Vols? Uh, this Vols team, who's pretty beat up after last week, actually.
2: Uh, very, very much. I will be at that game of Saturday night, and next Saturday I'll be at Georgia Florida. So that, <laughs> that, 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 that's a pretty good Florida. and not bad. That's a pretty good two game swing, isn't it, Gabe? Look, the the important. This is a streaky series. Alabama's on this series Um, since Nick Saban has been there, that they have won every game. Uh, They continue to play well offensively. They're running the ball more in the red zone than they were. They got a couple of the guys, Rodell Williams, Trey Sanders to back up Brian Robinson. The difference in the Mississippi state game was defense and that they were uh, just absolutely unbelievable. The pressure they got uh, on the quarterback Will Anderson had four sacks. The Alabama record is five by, oh, a guy named Derek Thomas, by, by the way, Gabe. So he almost tied Derek Thomas' record. Here's, here's a key for the Tennessee game. If Hendon Hooker plays, and if you remember the end of the Ole Miss game last week, Gabe, they took Hendon Hooker off the field, and he could not put weight on his foot. So uh, we don't know an update because Josh Hypo will not give us one as far as how he's doing. If Hooker plays, Tennessee's got a much better chance than Joe Milton. Uh, the Michigan transfer who ran out of bounds on the last play instead of throwing it in the I'll end zone. I'll be
3: kinder than you, Brent. You're a gentleman. I'm just saying to say, could be, you're saying it could
2: get ugly if it's Milton and they have a yes, fighting yes. chance with Hooker. <laughs> yeah. Yes. That's exactly what it is. So, <laughs> so look, look, Gabe, if you're looking for uh, a real key to this game, it's going to be who, the who plays at the Tennessee quarterback. Now, my brother who does sports radio in Alabama has told me he's heard from two sources that Hooker's not going to play. So, uh, if he doesn't, uh, that is a big, big uh, advantage, I think, to Alabama. And also, their, their running back, Tyon Evans, he had an ankle injury last week. Uh, so, they had some guys uh, that were hurt on the offensive line. Injuries will have a lot to do with who wins this game.
3: Uh, Brent, we've only got a couple of minutes left, and we always appreciate uh, your time. Um, Arkansas. Arkansas were rolling along. They were 4-0, and then they played uh, Georgia, 37 nothing. They lose... Um, um, you know, you got the, the heartbreaker to the Mississippi, the classic, the 52-51 game. And how about Auburn? I mean, you know, I know Auburn aren't playing uh, this week, but, man, this, this team, I you got to give this team credit for the resiliency, yes. this Auburn Tiger team going on the road and winning that, uh, winning, winning that football game. But what, what do you make of uh, Arkansas right now? The wheels can play. Like, they, they have a winnable game this week, but, man, their schedule is tough down the stretch here.
2: Uh, with the, no doubt about it. They've got Pine Bluff this week. They'll win that game. And then they've got an awful week before... They've got Mississippi State, LSU, Alabama, and Missouri. So the the biggest blow to Arkansas was uh, Jalen Cantillon, one of their better defensive players, had shoulder surgery Monday. He's out for the year. Now, you mentioned Auburn, too. Tremendous win uh, beating Arkansas. Bo Nix played much better. Tank Bigsby, Jack Was. Hunter was impressive. Auburn is off this week. And then Auburn has, (laughs) get this game, Ole Miss, A&M, Mississippi State, South Carolina and Alabama. Uh, it's harder than uh, my Buffalo Bills schedule is to be honest. Really. really? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: I think it is. All right, so listen before before we get you out of here, uh the Big 10 is having uh, quite the season this year, aren't they? They uh, the, really the, are. The, the Big 10 is is right there in the mix and the Big 12 as well. It's a great it's a great year this year. There's just so many there's so many rivals like you know Michigan and Michigan State on that collision course, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, so, before we get you out of here, uh, this Oklahoma State team, man, they can play some defense. They're going into Iowa State. Um, what what non-SEC game uh, piques your interest the most this week? I would uh, you probably, know, the Ducks and the Bruins game is a good one, too.
2: It is, uh, and I really like that game. Now, what Oregon has to be careful of – is and Gabe, you followed? You you understand this on that on the West Coast, Oregon gets in trouble when they overlook teams, uh, and that's happened to them a few times over the last couple of years, and they have been upset. Now I am going to go back to what you said about Oklahoma State. People may not realize this. This may be the best team Gundy's had in a while. I know it it's the be- I know it's the best defense that he's had in a while. And, and listen to back up your point. Ohio State five, Michigan six, Penn State seven. That's pretty. That's pretty strong, isn't it, Gabe? I'll
3: tell you what, yeah, and you you mentioned Gundy. Go blue, I'm going to throw in that, uh, Brent, yeah. go blue. But you mentioned about his team. He's doing, he's doing a better job himself. He is. He really like just is. As far as the coaching, like last week, patience. No, nah, no, nah, we're not going to go for it. We'll kick the field goal. Like, you know, it used to be go for two, go for two, and oh, Gundy, the wild man. And, man, he's really matured as a coach. He's calm on the sidelines. His team finishes strong. They play better football in the second half, Brent. They don't take many penalties. That's good coaching, right? Like, yeah. how does your team finish? That's right. right? coaching, right? right? Their condition. No, they, they don't. They're, they're disciplined. They they stick together. It hasn't always been pretty every week, but I'm just throwing it out there, guys. That Oklahoma State Cowboy defense is an elite defense. They can play with anybody in the country. Brent Beard can talk with anybody in the country. <laughs> <laughs> Brent, it's always a pleasure, my man.
2: Thanks a lot for taking the time to be with us. Gabe, I'm going to leave you with this. Huge game. Pittsburgh-Clemson. Oh, yeah. Get- Kenny Pickett is like a is a Heisman candidate. Uh, game. would it surprise you at all if Pitt wins that game?
3: No, I like Pitt. And who? Would, it would, it would, imagine we said before the year. Yeah, you got a Heisman. Uh, you're gonna have a Heisman candidate playing in that yeah. Pitt uh, Clemson game in, uh, <laughs> really? in late October. Yeah, yeah. What, Kenny Pickett, people no. talking about. <laughs> hey, you're the best right Thanks, my man. Enjoy
5: the game as always. Take care, brother.
1: Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at discounttire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. You
3: think I'm dead, but I'm not! Look at the Aggro Management class. This is Sports Rage. I am Renzi. All right, we're in a three-minute warning, so let's blast through this right now. Give me Wake Forest and Army to go over the number. I liked it at 52. Paul Bovi joined us earlier in the week, and uh, he gave it to us at 52. It's 53-and-a-half uh, right now. I think he got it at 51. I liked it at 52. It's up to all the way up to 53-and-a-half right now. Wake and Army to go over the number. Uh, you know, if it's a trap, then I'm little Timmy, man, in the well. Call Sting for a benefit concert because I'm taking the Oklahoma State Cowboys. Sorry, Sooner Lisa. Anyways, it'll be cooler for everybody if they have Bedlam and everybody's undefeated and stuff. Uh, Give me Oklahoma State plus the 7.5. I'm taking Ed Orgeron and the LSU Tigers plus the points. This Mississippi team, it's going to catch up to them eventually, man. They've only lost Alabama. Every game they play in is like a heart attack. Their quarterback rushed the ball for 30 times last week. He got smoked a million times. He also was 21-38 throwing the ball, Matt Corral. Stud quarterback. But he got beat up pretty good. LSU were playing with house money. LSU's offense is potent. They got their ground game going right now. Give me the points with the LSU Tigers. I like the UCLA Bruins to beat the Ducks. I think Pitt are going to beat Clemson. It's up to 3.5 now. I don't like that hook because I think it will be close, but I do think Pitt are going to win the game. Give the San Diego State Aztecs plus the points against Air Force. Uh, San Diego State just continuously get disrespected. I don't care how many yards they throw for. I don't care about their metrics and their stats. All they do is win football games. Give me the Aztecs plus the three and a half. Give me the New York Giants plus three. Tennessee Titans plus the points and the Rams and the Lions under. We have a pretty cool fight. Again, of course, I'm taking the Dodgers, although it's going to be a heart attack waiting to happen with the the, the the bullpen going here. Scherzer out. We have a cool UFC main event tomorrow night with uh, Vittorio and uh, Costa. I think it's kind of a toss-up of a fight, so I was somewhat surprised to see Vittori's actually a minus-196 favorite. Matias, who are you taking in the main event? At that price, I almost think, you know, you could blindly take Costa, and whatever happens, happens. Vittori shouldn't I'm, be a two-to-one favorite. I'm you,
4: Gabe. I'm liking Costa at that
3: price. He swings big, and Vittori, I know he I know he loves his takedowns, but Costa could
4: take. He also has good takedown defense, so I like Costa in this fight, but just for the price.
3: Yeah, that's the thing. And Vittori, I like his takedowns, but he eats a lot of shots, too, right? That's the thing with Vittorio. He's kind of reckless. And Costa can pop him a few times. Good fun fight. I don't know.
0: With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash credit card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com active cash.
1: Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at discounttire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire.